So the Baltimore Ravens have kept Mike McDonald over John Harbaugh as the head coach of the team. We talk about that and so much more coming up next year on Locked on Ravens. You are Locked on Ravens, your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Ravens, your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Ostriker of Ravenswire, coming to you from the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much for being here, making Locked On Ravens your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all podcasting platforms. That includes in video form on YouTube and audio form wherever you get your shows. We're a five-day-a-week Ravens podcast. So be sure to subscribe in video form on YouTube and audio form wherever you get your shows. There is... We bring you Ravens news analysis updates five days per week. Today's episode of Locked on Ravens is brought to you by LinkedIn. And LinkedIn jobs help to find the qualified candidates who want to talk to you faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked on NFL. LinkedIn.com slash Locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Five days a week. Again, big part of Locked on Ravens here. We do have bonus content as well. And if you want to hit that subscribe button on YouTube, hit that like button. It really does help out the channel a ton. Puts in front of more Ravens fans and more NFL fans. Same thing in audio form as well. If you want to share the episode, share the channel, share the show with a friend, a family member. It really helps out a ton here as we bring you that daily Ravens content every single weekday. And we have a lot to talk about here. I kind of want to it's kind of putting a bow on the Mike McDonald conversation. I think Ravens fans are still caught up a little bit in Mike McDonald. And look, McDonald's a great coach. I would have loved if he stayed in Baltimore, but unfortunately not the case as he goes to Seattle. And just to kind of wrap it up, because again, we have to we have to move on at some point. I think this is a perfect stopping point is this episode today, or at least a, a stopping point of continuously having the conversation. Uh, should the Ravens, you know, it's just a straight up question. Should the Ravens have kept... Mike McDonald over John Harbaugh. Talk about both, I guess, pros and cons of both as well. And it kind of all flows together as well, because yesterday we did get news that the Ravens were adding Jerry Rosberg back to their staff as a game manager type deal. So we'll talk about that in the second part of the show. And I think it honestly flows in together really nicely and is a good stopping point for the McDonald conversation. Then we'll talk about Zach or some notes from what he had to say on the lounge podcast and what he envisions for this defense, because he is going to be the one replacing Mike McDonald, gave some tidbits about whether he was actually going to go with McDonald to Seattle or not. So really interesting conversation there. So a coaching-centric episode today is then over the course of Locked on Ravens, the rest of the week, we might do one more episode wrapping up the season, and then we'll begin to transition into offseason, into you know talks along those lines. So with John Harbaugh versus Mike McDonald, I think a lot of fans feel like it's it's a missed opportunity here with McDonald. It's It really, to me, felt like the succession plan, right? If John Harbaugh were to whatever whatever it was, if he were to get fired, if he were to leave, if he were to transition into a front office role like everybody wanted him to, which was never happening, by the way. But if, if something happened with John Harbaugh, Mike McDonald just felt like the obvious successor, spent all these years in the Ravens organization Young up-and-coming coach. Defense was incredible for the past two seasons under him. And it was just timing. I mean, every game that the Ravens defense played, McDonald was was more and more likely going to get a head coaching opportunity, whether it was with Baltimore 
or with somebody else. Now, John Harbaugh, 16-year veteran head coach. We know he came to the Ravens in 2008 from the Philadelphia Eagles as that special teams coordinator, unconventional, and had had a great early tenure. I mean, AFC Championship games and divisional games and obviously won the Super Bowl in 2012-2013. But I talked about it on yesterday's show where we went over a little bit, just we had an honest dialogue, right, an honest conversation about John Harbaugh. The playoff success that John Harbaugh has had since the Super Bowl has not been up to par. I believe three playoff wins, right? Three playoff wins since that Super Bowl. That that can't, for an organization that has such high expectations in Baltimore, the Ravens have been a great regular season team, right? They they have been, and part of making the playoffs is being good enough in the regular season to either earn a high seed or just make the playoffs in general. But when the lights are the brightest. That's what counts when you're an NFL franchise. Your goals are to win a Super Bowl. And I'm not saying John Harbaugh can't win another one. I'm not saying John Harbaugh can't take this Ravens team even next year. And I know some people are completely out on John Harbaugh, and some people are still very in on John Harbaugh. Honestly, I'm I'm honestly right in the middle on it. I think it, John Harbaugh is a fine coach for this team right now, but this is it. Like This is the final straw for me. And the reason I say that is – because I do think that there are flaws with John Harbaugh that just can't continue. And if they continue, the reason I say he's a fine coach for the team right now, and really what I guess is the reasoning behind it is because he did have a step forward for the organization that's leaving under the AHC championship. And again, regardless of whether you were on the side of getting rid of him or not, he's going to be the coach in 2024 because not solely of that reason, but I think that's kind of what stamped him in. And so, you know what, if that's the case, I'm, I'm learning to ride with it, right? It's for some people unfortunate, but I, I think that again, he's a good football coach. He has the ear of his players and he's able to again, relate to them. And he, he, he does have, he's a good coach in some aspects here, but the other side of that coin is the game management has been not great in a lot of key areas. Some of the excuses John Harbaugh has put out there after games and even after seasons has felt like cop-outs in some way, shape, or form, whether it's intentional or not from him. And it, it's unfortunate because you have all these great teams, like 2019, they get away from their identity in running the ball, getting punched in the mouth by Tennessee. Earlier in 2023, the Browns game, Keaton Mitchell has a great game. He gets four touches the entire game after tearing it up early. And then obviously the Asian championship game. And each time the answer from John Harbaugh is, well, that's the way the game went. And that leads us into our second part of the show with Jerry Rossberg, which we'll get to in a couple of minutes. But that that can't happen, right? That can't happen for a 16-year veteran NFL head coach. And I get that, look, for, for Harbaugh and Tomlin and Belichick and all those guys, they have the track record. They have that. But Outside of the Super Bowl for John Harbaugh in a very successful early tenure with Joe Flacco as his quarterback, the playoff success again had just they should have won in 2014, but they didn't win in 2014, right? 2019, they probably should have won. They didn't. 2023, they should have won. They didn't. It's all these woulda, coulda, shouldas with John Harbaugh in great teams. So while I do think he's a good NFL coach, some tenures, sometimes they run a bit too long, right? I think we saw that with Greg Roman. That that tenure in Baltimore lasted a year or two too long. And if the Ravens have another failure of a season, which this year, to be clear, I thought this season was a failure overall, was successful in a lot of ways, but the ultimate goal was to win the Super Bowl, and they didn't do it, especially with how good they were. You can't keep squandering those opportunities if you're John Harbaugh. 
And you can, we talked about it yesterday. You can blame Todd Munkin for the play calling and, oh, well, this and that and everything that goes on. You know, Todd Munkin is the guy who calls the plays, but John Harbaugh is the head man. He, he can, he has the final say. He has to sign off on the game plan. And he said their plan was to run the ball, but the Chiefs gave them heavy looks and they thought that they couldn't run in that situation. And he thought that there were ways they could, but, you know, just taking what the game was giving them. And that to me didn't, it didn't feel like a good answer to me. It didn't feel like the answer that I think Ravens fans wanted to hear. It didn't feel like the answer I wanted to hear. And I think that's what has fans so frustrated right now. If, but as I talked about yesterday, if every single coach opening was open, right? Every team had a coaching opening. John Harbaugh would get an opening. We get a job so fast, but that doesn't mean that he's necessarily the perfect fit for the team moving forward. I'm, I'm acknowledging that 100%. And with Mike McDonald, this is a guy that, look, we don't know if he's going to be successful or not as a head coach, right? But I think where, where fans are, torn isn't the right word, but where fans are kind of disheartened by this whole thing is I think they're, they're of the assumption that, look, we know we're going to get here with John Harbaugh, right? We know we're going to get, and they're just so out on the fact that John Harbaugh can lead this team to where they need to go and where they need to be. And yeah, look, another great regular season. Awesome. But what happens when the lights are the brightest? It's not long, It's not all on Harbaugh. I mean, it's not. A lot of it is. But Lamar, some of it's on Lamar. Some of it's on Munkin. Some of it's on Zay Flowers. Some of it, this, that, and the other. And if Zay Flowers gets in the end zone, if Lamar doesn't throw that pick, if John Harbaugh runs the ball 20 times or 22 times, are we having this conversation right now over the Ravens in the Super Bowl? The Ravens got close to where they needed to be, right? If the Ravens make the Super Bowl, we're having a completely different conversation. But here's the fact. They didn't. Right. They didn't. We talk about the woulda, coulda, shoulda's. They didn't. And John Harbaugh and the Ravens fall short once again. Coming up in the second part of the show, we'll continue this conversation. We'll round it out and then get into the Jerry Rossberg edition as well, because I think it's an interesting one and one where people are wondering, well, what does John Harbaugh exactly do? So we'll talk about that and a lot more coming up next year on Lockdown Ravens. First, this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. And LinkedIn has been great for me. I've been able to, whether it's find jobs, connect, network, all the things on LinkedIn has been really, really important in terms of my job search and so many others that I know. And for me, LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn is a vast network of more than a billion professionals to make it easy and the best place to hire. It gives you access to the professionals you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy and effective. 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And LinkedIn knows the small businesses are wearing so many hats that might not have the time, the resources are higher. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for their hiring. To push your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash lockdown NFL. It's LinkedIn.com slash lockdown NFL to push job for free to conditions apply. And this show is sponsored by FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. And I'd be, I'm, I'm a big Super Bowl guy. Obviously, I'd be a much bigger Super Bowl guy if the Ravens were actually in the Super Bowl. But still, the game, the food, the commercials, all, all of it is great. And a bet that I like, I've been talking about it for a while here. Christian McCaffrey overs, Christian McCaffrey anytime. So those are the ones I'm going for on FanDuel. So Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown, Christian McCaffrey over rushing yards because that Chiefs defense, that rushing defense is a little porous. In fact, the light of 
is a little porous. In fact, a lot porous. And I think if the 49ers run the ball the way the Ravens did in the H championship game, McCaffrey will eat. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today. You get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. This is FanDuel.com slash locked on. To sign up, this FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more of FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. We're back our second segment, Locked on Ravens. Kevin Ostreicher still talking with you here, talking about if the Ravens should have kept Mike McDonald over John Harbaugh and who the Ravens should have as their head coach right now. Should it be John Harbaugh? Should it be Mike McDonald? And to continue the conversation, let's talk a little bit more about McDonald because he's somebody where you're you're talking about like the, the prototypical NFL head coach and, and what that candidate looks like in today's league. And he's not necessarily that. Yes, he's young. Yes, he's up and coming. He's a bright mind, but he's a defensive coach. And I think even some in Seattle are saying, well, you know, all these offensive gurus and that's, that's the way the league is going. I'm a very big fan of Mike McDonald as a head coach. I was, I really, you know, he felt like, again, the perfect succession plan to John Harbaugh. And it is unfortunate that it kind of worked out the way it did for the Ravens, where let's say John Harbaugh and the Ravens fail next year. And I don't want it to happen. I think they can succeed, but there is a possibility. It all just goes south again and they fail. If that is the case, if it happens, I mean, look, McDonald was your obvious choice. And if John Harbaugh can't get the job done, that to me, there has to be a conversation that there has to be. If there there was one already this year with how the, the season ended and how similar it looked, but there has to be a conversation now. And again, I've said this for the past week. I, I like, if you want the reason why John Harbaugh is the coach of the Ravens, it's not just this, but as I said earlier in the show, he took the Ravens to the age championship game. They hadn't been there since they won the Super Bowl, not once in the Lamar Jackson tenure. So that was a step logistically, literally in the right direction for the Ravens. And once that happened, they were never going to fire him, no matter what side you're on. And I, I've been consistent with saying that. But to me, McDonald just feels like, you know, head coach material. And there's no guarantee for any of these guys, right? Any of these first-time coaches, you know, what if McDonald goes to Seattle and it doesn't work and it's a big disaster? Who knows what, if it would have been the same in Baltimore, but that we have seen young coaches go any sport. We've seen young coaches go and, and have a lot of excitement, a lot of hype about them. They, they've done great things and they're just not meant to be a head coach. Now, I don't think that's Mike McDonald. I think Mike McDonald's going to have a lot of success over there in Seattle and would have had success wherever he went. But that's what makes this thing for Ravens fans, I think, right? Is you had this guy in your building helping your team win. Your defense was incredible. And he, he, just, he just walks out the door. And the guy who stays for Ravens fans is this guy who can't game manage and, you know, his the same old story, this, that, and the other. And I think that's that's the frustrating part. But here's my thing. You can do a lot worse as a head coach. You can do a lot worse as a head that at the head coach position than having John Harbaugh, right? You can't. There is a lot of different – I mean, imagine – what teams like uh, you want to talk about complacency, like the commanders with Ron Rivera, right. And, and kind of that tenure should have ended probably three, two or three years ago. Right. But it kept them, they kept them, they kept them and they, they didn't go anywhere. Like even playoff wise, like it, I get the Ravens have had a couple of rough injury years, but John Harbaugh has the, the players in the locker room, much like Mike McDonald does. And there, there are some similar qualities there. 
But to me, I think the big thing with McDonald you're going to miss is the adjustments. And that's something that John Harbaugh has struggled with at times. Harbaugh coaching staffs have struggled with at times. I thought McDonald was a strong spot there. And the Ravens bring in Zach Orr. We'll talk about that. But if this defense can't adjust the way that it did, like let's say the defense couldn't adjust against Kansas City, right? McDonald did that beautifully. They struggled early in the first half. They got it together. They didn't allow a point in the second half. If they miss that, of course, who's the who's the blame going to fall on? It's John Harbaugh because he's the head man. He's the head coach, and that's who it should fall on. So, I mean, if, if, if I had to pick between, look, who do I think is the better fit for the Ravens' head coaching position right now, the time of this recording, I, I personally probably would have taken Mike McDonald over John Harbaugh. But, again, the reality is John Harbaugh is the coach of this football team right now, and the reason, or at least one of the main reasons for it, is because he took the team to the championship game. He had them the regular season, the best team in the NFL. And, of course, the season's a failure, and that, that fault, not all, but it falls on John Harbaugh that he didn't have his guys ready to play. The adjustments were not there. The game plan he said, oh, well, we, we were going to run the ball, believe it or not. We wanted to run the ball. If they wanted to run the ball, they should have, right? John Harbaugh should have said, we're running the ball now. Should have established it early. But we, we can be real about it, right? They were scared. The Ravens were scared of the Chiefs when they punched them in the mouth. They were down by seven points, and that's the crazy part. They were down by seven points, and John Harbaugh and this Ravens team saw heavy looks from Kansas City for a team that was number one in in so many categories, top five in a bunch of rushing categories too. And they ran the ball 16 times with six carries there. So again, it's kind of like how, how long are we going to talk about it for? How long can you talk about it for? You kind of have to move on at some point. It's it's always going to be there. We're always going to bring it up, but at this point, you know, we, we can only talk about it so much and say, well, oh, they shouldn't bring back Harbaugh. They should bring back Harbaugh. He's not the right man or he is the right man. So it's, it's this back and forth debate when we already know the answer, right? But to me, I think that having Mike McDonald is kind of like, you know that he's familiar with the players, the players love him, and, and this, that, and the other. I think it would have been a smooth transition. I, th- I think it would be. And maybe Zach Orr is the next guy, like if, if the Ravens don't get to where they need to go and they move on from Harbaugh next year, maybe Zach Orr is that guy for them. Who knows? But it just felt like the succession plan was in place. And for Ravens fans, I think the frustrating part is you let that succession plan walk out the door for again in a lot of, in some Ravens fans' minds a, a head coach who shouldn't be with the Ravens in the first place. So again, I think John Harbaugh's a fine coach. I think he's a good coach, but should he still be the head coach of the Ravens? I mean, look, it was always going to be that way with the championship game. I would personally, you know, it's honestly close, but I, I'd personally have McDonald over Harbaugh. But Again, if Harbaugh can't get the job done next year, there is a serious conversation that has to be had about that whole thing. Coming up the final part of the show, we'll talk a bit about the Jerry Rossberg addition to the staff and what that means for John Harbaugh because some people are, again, they're asking, what does John Harbaugh do? We'll also talk about Zach Orr and some things that he had to say on the Lounge Podcast about this Ravens new but somewhat old defense with him at the home. So we should have stayed tuned a lot to get to Unlocked on Ravens. First, this show was brought to you by DoorDash and I'm a big food person, you know, whether whether it's the, the game day package like pizza wings, sodas, burgers, even buns or snack package. You got chips, dips, nachos, or everything you can make your own nachos. I, I like food. And DoorDash, I, I know if, if a game goes to a timeout and I'm watching or if it's halftime or two-minute warning, I know that's my cue to order in with DoorDash. Whenever the game clock stops, that's the time to order in with DoorDash. And there are a bunch of options in the Baltimore area, whether, you know, it's underground 
pizza or you can go to Sushi Hana, regardless of what, what types of foods you like. DoorDash has so many different options. And you can kick back and kick off with unbeatable deals and everything you need for the watch party or the tailgate overall on DoorDash. You can get 50% off up to $10 value. You spend $15 or more on your first order when you're down the DoorDash app. And enter code LOCK23. Separate exchange terms apply. Again, it's 50% off of the $10 value. You spend $15 or more on your first order when you're down the DoorDash app. And enter code LOCK23. Separate exchange terms apply. You can get prepared before game day. Stack up on your favorite appetizers and order all your tailgate gear on DoorDash and get ready to watch your team win. Don't forget to use code LOCK23. 50% off of the $10 value on your first order. But you now the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more. Separate exchange terms apply. And this episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up the peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're in a speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 120 million parts, your number one ride or die. Always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. All the parts you know, the prices you want. It's easy to turn a car into the MVP and bring home that way. And keep your ride or die alive ebaymotors.com. I was running all these questions supply eBay gauge fitly available as customers. We're back. Our final segment, Locked On Ravens. Kevin Ostriker talking with you here on this Taco Tuesday. Really appreciate everybody for tuning in here on Locked On Ravens and making the show your first listen each and every day, whether you're in video form or audio form. It's the same show, both audio and video. And I really appreciate the support on all platforms, audio, video, subtext, social media. I'm trying to start up my Instagram again. So if you want to follow that at chaosstriker 34 same as my Twitter handle you see in the left-hand corner on YouTube. You can do that as well. And if you're an everyday, I really appreciate you tuning in every single day here on Locked on Ravens. If you're somewhere in the middle of a new listener and an everyday, I appreciate you too. And if you are a new listener, I hope you're hope you're enjoying the cons. And if you are enjoying it, be sure to hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button, audio form or video form, however you are tuning in. Let's talk about Jerry Rosberg a little bit, though, because it was announced on Monday that John Harbaugh is bringing him back to the staff. He's back on John Harbaugh's staff as a, a game decision guy, which is very interesting when it comes to, well, what, what what's his role going to be? What, what What is the role of Jerry Rosberg going to actually be here from a, a game manager perspective? I mean, I, I don't necessarily know how Rosberg is going to fit into everything. Like, is he going to be in John Harbaugh's ear during the game saying, hey, run the ball, man? <laughs> is, he, is that what it's going to be? And a lot of people are saying, well, look, if Jerry Rosberg is in for game managing, is, is John Harbaugh just a cheerleader? Like, is, is John Harbaugh just, what does John Harbaugh do? I mean, look, here's here's the reality. John Harbaugh still is going to have the final say in the game decisions, right? It's not like Jerry Rosberg is coming in and he's going to tell John Harbaugh, hey, we're doing this and, and this is what we're doing. He, that's not what it is. It's more of an advisory role. And he, here's another reality. As I've talked about, John Harbaugh is going to be the head coach of this team in 2024, right? Whether you want him there or not, whether you wanted him fired or not, Whatever side you're on, he's going to be the coach of this team. I'm just saying, well, okay, if, if Jerry Rosberg's going to help John Harbaugh run the ball, if that's what it, if that's what he needs, then fine, right? Um, it's almost like accepting reality, I guess, is one of those things. And I know that's not quite the way that's not quite the way I mean it, but it's almost like, okay, look, let's accept it. John Harbaugh's the head coach of this team. How can the Ravens help John Harbaugh? And and can we get excited about the Ravens? trying to help the guy they're going to have at the helm, whether you think it's the right decision to have him there or not. It's almost like, oh, well, you're going down with a sinking ship and da-da-da-da-da. I mean, I guess at this point, none of us have a choice because that's the decision the Ravens made. And look, we're all still going to root for this team and I'm still going to cover them and, and this, that, and the other. So for John Harbaugh's staff, look, Rosberg himself, 
very well-spoken, somebody who was a veteran in this league, actually took over for Nathaniel Hackett in Denver last year when that whole thing was a disaster. And he earned a lot of respect and a lot of fans in Denver. And it was really cool to see the whole city really embrace him and the way that the players responded to him. He, he gained a lot of respect across league circles. Not that they didn't have it already, but he gained a lot more. And so for him to come in an advisory role to John Harbaugh, Look, if Jerry Rosberg was there in the AFC Championship and told John Harbaugh to run the ball and he did it and they won, I don't care what the role would be. I don't care what John Harbaugh would have done in that situation. I mean, that would be what I would have wanted. So if it's a year too late, you're like, dang, right? Dang, could have could have happened last year. But we can't we can't harp on the woulda, coulda, shouldas anymore, which, again, we're going to focus on offseason mode a lot more, rounding out the week and as we move forward here on Locked on Ravens. But these are offseason notes. This addition to the John Harbaugh staff and even the Michigan pipeline continued a bit as well when you're talking about coaches for the Ravens is already we're getting some Michigan guys coming over to Baltimore from Jim Harbaugh's old staff. The Ravens are set to hire Michigan's Doug Malloroy as the defensive back coach. So obviously with Denard Wilson, Anthony Weaver, Zach Orr, you know, all these guys changing roles or, or leaving for different teams. Ravens are going to have some new faces in there. And while Malaroy isn't necessarily, you know, a new face when it comes to, uh, you know, his experience, he was a defensive backs coach at the University of Maryland from 1997 to 2000 and also was with Atlanta for from 2015 to 2020. I mean, you got to fill those roles. I, don't, I will admit I don't know a ton about him, but seems like a, you know, solid hire and then someone that comes from Jim's old staff there over at Michigan. But let's quickly round this out with some Zach or notes from his not press conference, but his appearance on the lounge with Ryan Minking and Garrett Downing. And I think a lot of people are excited about what Zach or brings to the table here for the Ravens. And he actually gave some insight into what the situation getting him to stay in Baltimore was. And Apparently, I mean, look, Zach Orr said it here. He said Mike McDonald wanted to take him to Seattle, but when John Harbaugh offered Orr the Ravens defensive coordinator job, he accepted it on the spot. And Zach Orr said, quote, Mike knew it was going to be dang near impossible for me to leave this place. I bleed purple and black. And we talked about it with Zach Orr when he first got hired as a defensive coordinator. He loves, he loves, 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 loves this city and loves the organization in Baltimore. And just everything about the Ravens. And, and he is not lying when he says he bleeds purple and black. He, you know, gave three years, all three years of his playing career to the Ravens organization, comes back as a coach in the Ravens organization, goes to Jacksonville for a year, comes back. He, he loves everything about it. And that was kind of my feeling where Mike definitely could have taken him to Seattle. But if the Ravens decided or was their guy, I never, I didn't think he was going to leave. I thought that he was going to be the guy that took that job. And he basically confirmed that here. And or also talked about, you know, what the identity of the defense is going to be under him. You know, it's Mike McDonald. It will probably still have still have a lot of the same stuff as that Raven system we've seen from, you know, guys like Dean Pease to Wink Martindale to McDonald and to or it's, it's going to be a transition of the same system, but with a different twist with the Zach or twist. And Zach or said, we're hitting anything that moves. We're going to hit you first and ask questions later. I mean, you said the physicality is going to be there, that the preparedness is going to be there. And it's a lot of the same qualities Mike McDonald had in his defense, but it's going to be, again, the Zach Ward twist. How Zach Ward can put his own twist on the defense. 
Zach Orr hasn't called plays before. John Harbaugh announced at the end, the end of season press conference that will be something that could have to be a learning process, and I admit it probably will be as well, right? Just like we saw with Mike McDonald early in his defensive coordinator tenure in Baltimore, that will be a learning. That was a learning experience. But the difference with McDonald is he did call plays in Michigan for that year before coming back. So Baltimore has an opportunity to not you know McDonald's great. McDonald's you know, one of the best young defensive minds in this league, if not the best, and having him as Baltimore's defensive coordinator again this season would have been the best case scenario. But him leaving is not the be-all, end-all of this defense, and I'm really excited to see what Zach Work can bring and what Zach Work can show in his first year as Ravens defensive coordinator because he still will have guys guaranteed like Kyle Hamilton and Roquan Smith and Marlon Humphrey. We'll see about guys like Justin Matabike, Patrick Queen, Geno Stone, etc. But I'm excited for what Zach War will bring to the table this season. So that's all I have you here today on Lockdown Ravens. Appreciate you tuning in. A very coach-centric episode today. We'll be continuing talking Ravens tomorrow as we transition a little bit further into the Ravens offseason. Unfortunately, Baltimore not in the Super Bowl as all the festivities for that are kicking off. And be sure to subscribe to the channel here. Follow along in audio form or in video form as well for five-day-a-week Ravens content. We have that for you, plus bonus content as well. I'm really excited for what the offseason has in store for us. And if you want to be along for the ride here on Lockdown Ravens, you're all, all, all are welcome. Everybody's welcome on the ride. So appreciate everybody for tuning in. I'll see you right back here tomorrow on Lockdown Ravens.